WTBQ. And good morning again. <laughs> I wonder how many times you're going to hear my voice. I don't talk all afternoon after this, let me just tell you. But I love it. And we're here on free speech, and that's what it is. We are Americans. We stand for free speech. Go look at the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution of the United States. I'm sure you'll find out what free speech means. Uh, we're here, of course, with Stephen Katar. Good, good morning. morning. And Jay Westerfeld. Good morning, Jay. Good morning. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. That's all I can say. Uh, and we do welcome calls. Again, I'm going to preface it. If you are calling in to ask a question or make a comment without any derogatory remarks or name calling, we love to hear from you. Uh, just remember, this is Stephen and Jay's show, and not yours and not mine. So we'll keep it brief when you call in, make your point, or ask your question. We're more than happy to try to answer it. It's, this is not a debate. This is a commentary. This is a discussion, and we'd like to keep it that way. So um, let's start, Stephen, with uh, we, we started to discuss on my show yesterday, which I think this is really, really important for people to clearly understand. The process of what you've gone through, the amount of money, and up to, to the you know 0.550 cents, but the uh, approximate amount of money you've put into this project, uh, that it came from the Pennings Trust, and where you are now, and what's the next step, and how people can find information about this entire project from beginning to end at the planning board in the town of Warwick. Uh, the application in front of the planning board of uh, town of Warwick, all the information is public. Or all the steps, everything is recorded. Everything, every motion, every meeting, everything has been documented, recording. The, essentially, there's a very good protocol and procedure in place, which we are following to the T. And uh, anybody who is interested can go and review it step by step. There's some uh, information that still needs to be filled in, and this is what we're currently doing. But other than that, scoping docs, uh, which lists all the concerns, uh, has been adopted. Uh, public had an opinion, uh, has an opportunity, I'm sorry, to speak uh, and uh, voice their opinion, concerns. Uh, that has been done. We had a number of public meetings. The, the period of, for the comments has been extended for a couple of months beyond that. So everybody had a chance to comment on it. So uh, anybody out there who's listening or you really want the factual information instead of chatter or hearsay, go call up the town of Warwick, tell them you'd like to look at the uh, the planning board's uh, documents that are on file for the Pulpit Rock. Now, is it going to be called the Pulpit Rock Inn? <coughs> That's proposed name, yes, Pulpit Rock okay. Inn. And in fact, uh, we're in the middle of, uh, well, the, the website should be up shortly. I'm hoping this week it's all going to come up and it's going to call pulpitrockin.com. Uh, on that website, a lot of information, a lot of documents, a lot of... Uh, so you'll be able to see firsthand what's actually at the planning board so that even if you don't want to go down there, you'll be able to see the process of what was gone through, who was involved in the engineering, the attorney that's involved, all the information is going to be there. Absolutely. And then everybody can look at it firsthand. And then once you have educated yourself, then you can ask an educated question rather than you know determining your response from other people who haven't looked at this so i think that's really important that people have a place to go for real information and it's worth mentioning that <clears throat> while the website is comprehensive and excellent in every way if anyone for any reason feels oh i, I need to see something totally unbiased this is all public documentation with right. the planning board. You you don't even have to foil it. You just walk in and say, I'd like to see this. Oh, so really they don't simple. even have to call first. I don't know if they have to call first. Every town's a little different. Yeah, but call anyway and find out. Of course. Yeah, but it's all there. Nobody's, this is very transparent. Nobody's hiding anything. 
everything that has been done, that is being done, that's being looked at in the future, there, it's all there. Right. It, there's no hidden secrets. Do not look uh, for answers on the Facebook, because yeah. once again... <laughs> what, really? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, because if you want uh, something that is fact-checked, that, that is not fictitious, that is based on numbers, that is based on the procedure in place, and thank God we live in a country where the laws... Uh, in place and procedures and the people who upheld them. So we're following the mandated protocol and all those steps has been uh, duly noted and uh, recorded and they are available on file with the town of Warwick. You know, we're going to, I want to take our first break now because when we come back, I'd like Jay, I know we spoke a little bit on my show yesterday as well. I would love you to kind of go over again in a little more detail because we ran out of time. All the wonderful vegetation and uh, the insects and, and, and birds you're going to be attracting with the plantings that are going to go on because I think it's such a great, I mean, people can get a real picture of what's going to be to come. Sure. So we'll be right back after this. You have a question? 845-651-1110. And by the way, we're going to give away a $100 gift certificate to Sam's Meat Warehouse today. So stay tuned. Fun question. Be right back. Sam's Meat is a butcher with old-time family values. Remember back in the day when people knew their butcher by name and visiting them was a social experience? They would talk to customers about how to cook a piece of meat to perfection. Sam's combines old-world methods with modern techniques. Call your favorite butcher, Sam's, at 845-651-MEAT or visit the store right off 17A in Florida, New York for the highest quality products at unbeatable prices. This is Zach Kruk. If you want to cut through fake news and party spin, then join me Tuesday mornings at 10 o'clock and Friday mornings after the morning show. We'll talk current events, big issues, politics, and a little sports too. So tune in and call in every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and Friday after the morning show. Hi, this is Tom Fursey. Sing along and relive the memories of the 1980s on the magic of the 80s. Saturday night, starting at 6 on WTBQ, playing the best music. Magic of the 80s. And we are back here on free speech. And that's what this country is all about, free speech. So let's make it free. Stop beating up people because they don't believe the same thing you believe. That's what this, you know, this whole election over the last couple of years, I've never seen anything the way people treat each other because of who they voted for. Uh, It is mind boggling to me. Absolutely. And that's not even a partisan statement because both sides are equally guilty. It's incredible. Absolutely. This isn't one side or the other. This is, I don't know what happened. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen in all the years I'm on this planet. I just know that my parents and grandparents are turning over right now because they had a respect for the office no matter who was elected, once that person was elected, whether they agreed or didn't agree, they supported whoever was there leading our country. You, listen, you don't have to like them. You don't have to agree with them. And the same thing with just people in general or projects. You don't have to come out trying to hurt people personally. I watched, and I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, at that Legoland process. So they went after Doug Bloomfield, who is the supervisor of the town of Goshen, one of the nicest gentlemen you'll ever meet. They beat him up for two years like you wouldn't believe. It was horrific, personally as well. And so what I'm just saying now is, why don't you think what your mother told you like when you were younger? You know, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. It's just not worth it. 
uh, because you're not coming from a good place. If you have a question that you, you're not you're not sure of or you haven't really fact checked, please call 845-651-1110. We're happy to share the right information. So I want to go to Jay because we started talking on my show yesterday about the incredible surroundings of the Pulpit Rock Inn, which, by the way, is a boutique hotel. That's an H in front of it. Uh, so, Jay, yeah, go ahead and, and discuss it, because I think this is just phenomenal. Well, yeah, speaking uh, more in the future tense uh, to our projected proposals, um, what we'd like to do is take what's now a relatively uh, ecologically sterile field, an agricultural field, and put in around the buildings that are going in really interesting, unique plantings that really increase the bi overall biodiversity of the site and also uh, the employment of it by at-risk species. First and foremost would be uh, pollinator gardens, as I've said uh, on, on your show yesterday, Taylor. Um, so we'd actually have gardens that are planted to attract at-risk pollinators, uh, butterflies, hummingbirds, um, our, our bees, of course. Like Yeah, we're looking at some murdering hornets out west <laughs> that are just like, I'm like, do they have knives and guns too? I mean, it's crazy. I, yeah, it's just, I, I think that's just another walking catfish thing uh, from... Do you? From, oh yeah, sure, sure. You don't think uh, yeah. there's really these murderous hornets? I mean, they sent pictures of them. They're yeah, huge. There, there are a few. There are a few, but they're it, making it sound like, like there's locusts coming in soon. <laughs> they do that. They tend to do that. We saw this with West Nile, things oh, of yes. this nature. And uh, really what happens is a couple of chemical companies make a few billion on it and we all move on. <laughs> but in the case of this, uh, this project, um, what we're projecting to do is to go ahead and put in, as I said, pollinator gardens and to have an incredibly high diversity of plant species. And the model uh, that I want to follow just for that one section would be, as I mentioned yesterday, uh, the Bodega Bay Lodge and Spa in Bodega Bay, California. By the way, Bodega Bay is where um, The Birds was filmed. But oh, I remember. I, I'm still having nightmares from that movie. <laughs> I'm going to have some tonight. It's an Alfred Hitchcock. It. That was a pretty cool film. But it, it's an incredible place. And what I remember most about it, what always brought me back to that lodge and spa in Sonoma County, was the um, lavender plantings all around the jacuzzis, the spa areas and everything. And, and the way they sort of melded those plantings, those anthropogenic plantings, right into the native um, riparian plantings that went right up, up to the, uh, the ocean there. And uh, we can do that with the Pulpit Rock Inn uh, pretty effortlessly. Also for our drainage areas, for any runoff that our cisterns uh, may not be catching from our pervious parking services, uh, we're gonna have stages of absorbing plants that actually absorb excessive nutrients, water, et cetera, right. before it gets to our Weweyanda Creek. Right. So, you know, it's interesting, because I know we spoke a little bit about this before also. You know, when you're, when you're gonna have so many people outdoors during the three seasons most of the time, um, I used to plant like citri the citron plants to keep the mosquitoes and all the other bad insects away. Sure. Are we going to have things like that or maybe an herbal garden? We're going to we're going to do better actually. We're going to have a purple martin box and purple martins are really large swallows that throughout my childhood we really didn't have in Orange County. There were only two known nesting sites. Really? Sure, right over at the Bruderhof, the Belleville community over in Sugarloaf technically or Sugarloaf Belleville, they're right. both hamlets. Um they have a wonderful, really successful uh purple martin box. 
Purple martens eat so many mosquitoes. It's phenomenal. So to oh, be able to do this on that side. How do we attract site, them? By putting up boxes correctly in open areas such as this oh. one. It, it actually lends itself perfectly to I want to one it. on my land. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. And I it's, really do. It's a matter of getting them up high enough and having the big white, you know, the multi-hole box that we used to so see on farms. So how high do they have to be up? Uh, 12 feet will do, but really to be effective, you want to be 24 feet and higher. Good, so that margins. way the bears won't bother it. Yeah, that's that's a, that's always an issue. But you use typically a steel pole so that even raccoons can't go up and bother. Put a them. little oil in. I watch a squirrel in a video try to get up. Somebody had put like it's really some, entertaining it was hysterical so uh, the other thing that's really huge for this are the bat nesting boxes to have them on each building actually correctly on the south the south side of each of the cottages and the main building this would bring in a lot of bats it would seriously improve the uh habitat there that won't scare the guests <laughs> i don't think so you know i, th I think we're dealing with a more sophisticated a crowd uh that you know when when they I don't see care how it sophisticated there, you are you see a bat flying <laughs> you know, some, some people don't feel that way though you'd okay. be surprised name them may not <laughs> well there's um <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i love the idea i had one actually in when i had the place in washingtonville and uh was put up very high on the tree i guess by somebody who knew and you know i would you'd go out in dusk right is when they were really would come out and go for the insects and i was like yay go for it sure yeah. it was like their cheering squad <laughs> but you know i lived on 200 acres so it didn't bother me of but course i'm thinking of, of the cottages <laughs> maybe one bat box what do you think <laughs> we'll see we'll see you know all of this is uh these are i love the ideas. whole ideas of all of this because all this is ecologically correct and helpful to the environment and it just is another way of taking a nature walk and and seeing all these things as well yeah i like the idea of this project actually making actionable real-time uh ecological steps forward and solutions it's not saying hey this project uh we're gonna ask you to wash your towels fewer times or hey we're banning plastic bags um we're actually better making don't make me come for you. <laughs> we're we're uh, actually doing things that really improve the overall site for wildlife use. We'll actually see far higher biodiversity than the site presently hosts after putting these buildings in. And that's not that difficult to do, really, but it, it takes some mindfulness. And thankfully, uh, Mr. Keeter comes with an extra dose of mindfulness, I've oh, learned. Oh, there's no doubt about that. It just takes a, the commitment to, you know, to make it integrate into nature uh, seamlessly, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, what I think people need to understand is, and we've said this before about, you know, blowing up the rock. Somebody could walk in and put a couple of houses there and blow it up. But I think the respect for, for nature and for the environment and for the pulpit rock, albeit it's not being listed anywhere as a historical site, I think is commendable instead of trying to destroy the project which is only going to enhance the area we all work together to put this together it could be you know even greater uh, so why don't we try you know looking at the positive side of all of this and you know look what's going on in the city right now the orange county government and steve newhouse is on with us every day is doing this thing called escape from new york where they're attracting uh, commercial real estate firms to come up here to move their offices here and not only move their offices, but their people to buy homes. Not only to do that, they're looking to build a conference center for businesses now have figured out, you know, why do we have to have people coming to work every day? We've been doing great with them at home. Nobody's calling in sick. You know, they're home. They're going to work harder, more productive. That means we're not paying $40,000 a month rent. And they're all now looking to come to the Hudson Valley, especially Orange County, because we have the land. 
So there's a whole project going on with Bill Fiorvanti, the uh, director of economic development, about bringing these businesses up here. And if you don't think they're going to want a wonderful place to stay, you're sadly mistaken. Because when they come up, like these, the film industry that they have tremendous, that they're doing tremendous work with now in Orange County, uh, with the Orange County Do uh, Tourism Office, uh, because they want to be up here to film. So all these people need places to stay when they come up. They fill up the places. Absolutely. Not only them. Uh, Warwick is, uh, is a community that compiled of uh, essentially recent, uh, you know, people who uh, came from different uh, states, different transplants. countries. Yeah. yeah, transplants. And uh, we all had life, friends and family members before that would like to visit. We would like to see them. We, our kids go to local schools. And uh, those schools have uh, game nights and concerts and uh, theatrical shows. And people come from, my son was here one weekend with my granddaughter before this hit. And we're driving by the school and he said, oh, there's the, he's a teacher. And he goes, oh, these kids are from my school. So they had this a track and field thing going on where he, even his kids from the city were up here. When they didn't have the place they, they had to drive back that night. And it was an all day thing. Imagine if they had this boutique hotel here, they could stay with their family, they could visit everything in Warwick. We have so many wonderful attractions here, too. Oh, hiking trails and uh, oh, vineyards. It's endless. And, and, not... and the Historical Society has great things going on there. Nora Gerwich has done a great job as far as really bringing the Historical Society a little bit forward. So. And weddings. Let's not forget yep. that country weddings are the latest uh, chic Huge. and a trend that, uh, you know, people I know personally that canceled some uh, only due to lack of accommodations. Yeah, and a lack of accommodations and people are now trying to get a little creative and they're doing these backyard weddings. So if you have a tent up there, <laughs> just saying, <laughs> and you put, the, you know, you have a wonderful caterer, you can do all this great things. We've, we've actually talked about weddings at length, actually brought the idea to Stephen once uh, because I had an extensive experience with weddings at Glenmare um, with a previous owner, Rick Mandel, who actually was the guy who restored the mansion initially. And working with Rick, I was stunned at the, again, not to kill the word, but diversity of wedding styles that people will actually oh, book a place like incredible. this for. And, uh, you know, it would be another way to honor The Rock if, in fact, uh, so many people are purporting that The Rock has such mystical powers and it's such a holy place. Why not, in fact, say, well, you know, people can do their nuptials right here beneath the rock. Yeah, you could even put like, uh, different types. Uh, you have a great florist like Flowers by Lisa in Pine oh, Island. Oh, yeah, they're amazing. She's phenomenal. And Absolutely. Put a gazebo around the pulpit rock with flowers on it and have them get married in front of it. I mean, it's stunning. So because I produced events for 20 years in New York, I had relatives that would ask me to do their weddings. And I'm like, I don't do weddings. And finally, I did one or two, which I hate because you can't make everybody happy at all, ever, when it comes to weddings. But, you know, simple things that you have to look for, like one of the weddings I did for friends of mine, where they, it was a gay couple, two women, and their parents were a little, you know, uncomfortable with each other. So I bought sand of different colors, and I had the parents come up and pour the sand in one glass, two parents, the other sand in the other, and have them come together, like the sands of time. And so there are simple little things you could do which really create a great atmosphere for weddings. Absolutely. And you don't have to have 150 or 300 people. Uh, you can have a small you know, wedding where people really know each other. You know, you know their first name. You're not walking to your future husband going, who's that? You know, and and the beauty of this intimate. is you, you know, you're talking about a, an inn that has 110 rooms. 110. 
that's a very small wedding. So absolutely, the way that works out, even you know, coupling people up in rooms, right. there's always spillover from hotels, especially for events. Uh, and and all the bed and breakfasts are always booked up here. I mean, it's, you know, my sister operated one in Amity for years, and she said that she was always overbooked. Eventually, years out, and then what happened was the nearby hotels had her on a list and would call her, hey, we have guests, can you accommodate us? They call the B&Bs first anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's it really is a neat... Uh, I think it's a necessity. We're going to go to our second break. When we come back, the lines are open, 845-651-1110. We'll be right back. Sam's Meat has been supplying restaurants and shops with the highest quality local and sustainably sourced prime and choice wholesale meat, steaks, poultry, seafood, and much more for over 20 years. Whether you're a small family butcher shop or a busy steakhouse, expect A1 service and the finest products available. Call Sam's at 845-651-MEAT or visit the store right off Route 17A in Florida, New York for the highest quality products at unbeatable prices. Hi, this is David Dirks, the host of the Dirks Outdoor Show. Call in as we discuss everything for the outdoor sportsman every Saturday at 7 a.m. Radio worth listening to. Hi, this is John Stein, host of the Hootenanny Cafe, inviting you to join me every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here, 93.5 FM or WTBQ.com, for the best in folk music anywhere. WTBQ a dry Saturday afternoon as sunshine mixes with arriving clouds, comfortable levels of humidity, 80 to 85. Tonight, clouds will be increasing, 60 to 65, mostly cloudy on Sunday with a few showers, although with most of the rain staying to our south, a good part of the day will be dry mid-70s, becoming partly sunny Monday with a late-day shower. From the WTBQ Weather Center, I'm WeatherWorks meteorologist John Leo. WTBQ. I love this song. That's by Lee Greenwood. I love this land. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're back on Free Speech with Stephen Guitar and Jay Westerfeld, and we're talking with Jay about some of the incredible things that are going to be planted there. I mean, this is going to be a, a scenic tour, like an arboretum already, in effect, and bringing, you know, indigenous plants as well as maybe some that haven't been seen here in a while. Uh, and to bring, you know, wildlife in a sense as well. I mean, you're, what are you going to do about the deer? <laughs> That's my question always. They eat everything. That is a great question, and it's interesting. I mentioned on your show yesterday that one of the inspirations for the plantings here uh, is Central Park. And yes. There's one th Central Park has such incredible biodiversity. I leave this area to do nature nature tours in Central Park because we have way, way more types of plants, et cetera. The reason for that, Central Park has no deer which that's why they have so many plants and can support so many the deer don't want to be mugged that's why <laughs> <laughs> yeah well central park's a lot different now yeah, i mean exactly. it's a totally different yeah, place no, from I our know. childhood <laughs> um but 
you know, it, it's actually pretty simple to keep them off of a property like this. Really? And, oh, yeah. Now, I know there are certain plants they say that deer won't eat, but Frank has said if they're really hungry, they'll eat that too. Well, you know, the plants that deer won't eat are the plants that people label as invasive. People tend to uh, fantasize and say, oh, that, you know, because it sounds so X-Files, it sounds so <laughs> science fiction, an invasive species. Really, in our region, a uh, quote-unquote invasive plant is typically just something that the deer don't have a, a taste for. Sure, it's usually a, an introduced plant and not a native, but there are native plants that they don't like either. Um, but typically, that's why we see that. It's not that they're out-competing other plants or killing them or choking trees. It's just because deer don't like them. And, you know, our deer population is far, 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 far higher than it was when I was a kid. I'm a Warwick native, seventh generation. Wow. And yeah, my family, uh, you know, dad, grandfather, everyone would always have to go up into the upper rocky areas to hunt deer or they'd go to deer camps upstate. We rarely saw them. When I was a little kid, if you saw Why a deer- Why do you think that's changed so much? I, you know, I can tell you what I think. I can tell you what science says. They're not always going to be the same. And, and biology is a very inexact science. We have the life sciences and we have the physical sciences. The life sciences have no absolutes. So you can't say, oh, it's definitely this or that. Uh, the reason for the change is suburbanization and uh, the killing off of predators. And over time, oh. it, it just, you know, it's not like deer suddenly explode in a week. It took years of them, decades, uh, you know, to get used to all the houses. Uh, knocking the predators out. Did you notice that when the pandemic was here and people were quarantined, that there were more and more animals out? And I, I, I was really shocked at the amount of bear and coyote and everything else sure. that was much more prevalent. Or we saw them more than I ever saw them before. It's sort of like when I looked up at the sky and went, oh my God, look how clear the sky looks. Yeah, I was a little disappointed they weren't wearing masks. But <laughs> well, the raccoons they were. were. Yeah, they, they always are. <laughs> I can't identify them. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's, it was really, and I, I was hoping that would give a message to people about the pollution that we create here. Sure. Which is why I like the idea of the businesses coming up here and people not having to travel back and forth as much. So that cuts down on that carbon and that cuts down on fuel and that cuts down on people being away from their family. To me, this is a win-win-win to do it. And if they are coming up and they are looking, even though real estate is a little tough right now because there's very few sales and rentals when they are they're going for over people are uh, you know bidding over bidding asking. wars constantly oh, sure it's unbelievable. absolutely yeah so it's an interesting time and people should capitalize on this time and you know yes a builder would we had somebody call up but didn't want to come on the air uh, i believe a lady named kathy and uh, what was her remark Stephen? uh she, i guess uh, she related that she would like uh, the to see the hotel built yeah, so, I, I don't know if she said why she wanted the hotel built. Maybe Frank can kind of fill us in. What was uh, what was Kathy's remark? Uh, what'd she say? She, she wanted the hotel built. I mean, it's just somebody voicing their I, opinion. I don't think anybody would argue with the fact that uh, the town needs accommodations like that. We lack those type of accommodations. I believe a lot of uh, opposition that we're uh, facing right now uh, people, not that they against the hotel, maybe they against me building the hotel. They, uh, you know, rallying up under the flags of preserving the property. Yet uh, the last caller on the last program says, build three houses. And I can't think w what a kind of way to, to make sure that the, that uh, rock is lost for community forever. Well, they could blow the rock up. 
Now, once it becomes somebody else's property, uh, the, they can the, do whatever they want with it. That, that's exactly right. As long as they don't hurt themselves or anybody else, they can do it. And uh, you know, it's, I find it very hypocritical for somebody to claim that they are for preservation of the rock, yet they would prefer those homes to be built and that uh, heirloom to be I don't know forever. what they were assuming. They, were they assuming somebody's home who was there would want a rock in their yard like that? Although I still have not seen the pulpit rock. Yesterday, I drove by going, where is this rock? I'm, I'm not being sarcastic. I can't see it. No, that's a, that's a funny thing. I mean, were it not for this project at all, I am sure that more than 99% of Warwick residents would say, pulpit what? Yeah. You know, as I said in our last show, there's a pulpit rock state park in New York. There are innumerable pulpit rocks by that name all over this country. Norway has the really world famous quote unquote pulpit rock. If it weren't for this project, people would have never heard of it. Nobody My God, I've I, never heard it mentioned in all the years until this started. No, and, and the, the wild stories that people are coming up to sort of backtrack. Oh, well, uh, er, the reason I didn't mention it was that they're mind-blowing, speaking of hypocrisy. Well, the, the, one of the reasons, I guess, nobody heard it because uh, apparently somebody did the, the job very well of uh, preserving it, preserving it as a secret. And I noticed that there's a letter to the editor this week oh, where boy. the... The last caller to the program says that uh, Professor Hall just told him himself that he feared publicizing it as a vulnerable resource open to trespass looking to dig up artifacts. I find it, it's, uh, it's for the wow. lack of a better word, a very lame excuse to, to hide something like this. And speaking of artifacts, I mean, we did tell, say this before, but you can re <laughs> repeat it about right, the there wasn't Native any American fun, right. that, is correct. that so whatever, you submitted to them and they said, no, thanks, we have millions that was, of these. Uh, everything that was found was sent to the state for evaluation, and it has designated, you know, that it's not an artifact, not an artifact, so everything has been cataloged, everything has been noted. And uh, I think the best way is to preserve something is actually to put it on a display, let people know about it, uh, scream of significance if there is any. We're not trying to, well, I know how important it is, but I'm not going to tell anybody kind of game that's good in a poker, but uh, we're not playing cards here. So. Well, but Stephen, what if one day suddenly, you know, because it was a dark night, the next morning the rock's gone? You know, maybe he was really doing a good Oops. job protecting it. You never know. So you we're know, following the, the, the same kind of example we're trying for right now, uh, you know, uh, before we started construction. So we'll take nature to take uh, sort of the toll. And uh, this is why, you know, but I'm, we're following essentially the example set by the professor. So we're trying not to have people come up and looking for an artifacts. Even though I think the posted signs, monitoring of the grounds, Fear of prosecution for trespassing does equally good job. There'll be cameras everywhere, folks, just mentioning that. Yeah. Like we have them here at the station. So if anybody thinks they're going to take my signs off the lawn, don't even bother because <laughs> your picture will be on the front page. Oh, uh, I have to go outside for a moment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's there's always somebody who wants to yell about something. No, there's a way of better uh, and this real steps that one can take towards preservation and, and my personal beliefs it's let people know what uh, what do we have and uh, in, you know the only reason i can sort of uh, think about it why would somebody uh, hide that information if that was available is maybe just you know hoping maybe to purchase the land and uh, devalue it in a sense and professor hall i believe in his program said that he did reach out to pennings he placed a phone call to them that i guess it was never returned 
But I'm sure uh, Pengs are busy people when you have a family and they, a life to yeah, leave and a crop I'm, to tend to. I would like harvest. to ask Steve if that wasn't returned. It could be, you know, look, I don't want to say was or wasn't, but, you know, things happen. People maybe didn't leave a people message. People have maybe. life. They're busy. Well, yeah. I got there my could phone be a million things. So. I mean, we don't have any reliable. I have a phone I'm going to throw in the ocean this afternoon. I'll actually take a long drive just to throw it in the ocean. Uh, so, you know, phones don't always work properly. You know, somebody will say, did you get my text? No. Two days later, it shows no, up. This is, uh, I mean, anything could happen, but don't you call more than once if there's something you're really interested in? I think there's a in? certain procedure in place. We, we enlisted the real estate agent, and we went by by the book, so to speak. Right. And I think if things would be done like that, if the preservation discussions would take place in, in, in a historical board meetings, in the planning board, other than over cocktails, we, we wouldn't be sitting here discussing... Uh, <coughs> You know, I've, I've worked a lot in endangered species research. And one thing when you have a collectible species like bog turtle, that's actually kept very secret. Understandably, that's a lot different than saying, oh, there might be artifacts. However, the job of all of we researchers and scientists in that is to still catalog that population of turtles to make sure that for science, we've recorded what's there. I do not understand why there was not an existing compendium of information spe specifically about this rock prior to this situation, if in fact an historian was saying, well, I just don't want to share it with the public. I don't want it to be, you know, looted. Okay, well, it should be somewhere. You should have done the work. 20 years on the market with it being for sale, I would think that a municipal historian would do the hard work. So they, they haven't come up with any kind of information from the Historical Society about None. this? None. Ooh. That's a really hard case. So to I honestly, uh, from my standpoint, I just want to, I guess, applaud the preservation efforts uh, <laughs> and make sure that the uh, land was well, we purchased thank, fairly cheap. Yeah, we can yeah. thank Pennings for that because uh, unbeknownst to them that they had this famous rock there. Uh, maybe if they knew they had the rock, they would have charged you more money to buy the property. I, I would think so. But you know, the, the people who say that the rock is famous aren't from Warwick. It's that simple. Or, I'm from Warwick. My family's from Warwick. We all sort of say what. I even said I'm to not going to mention what? names, but some people that are very well known who I've spoke to them about in the beginning of all this, even before I met you. Wait, Elvis? <laughs> he's in the house. Okay. okay. <laughs> he's going to leave soon, but he's in the house now. Um, had said to me, you know, I hate to admit this, but I didn't even know about the Pulpurk. Or I had somebody else, also a very prominent person, said, I heard about it, but it was like in passing years ago, and I've never heard about it again. So I've, and I, you know, I've had other people say, yeah, I knew about it, but didn't think it was any big deal. Nobody really, like, there's a small group of people that are, you know, violently opposed to this. And I understand, you know, everybody's side. I get why they feel that way, but don't come out with information that's not true. That's all I'm saying. You can feel any way you want. We're right, we're entitled to that. But don't say it's historical if it isn't. Don't put a stamp of good housekeeping, a stamp of approval if it doesn't have it. I believe each and every one of those people, and there's, uh, like you said, there's few of them, uh, they do have a personal agenda for saying what they say. Absolutely. I'm not going to discuss it uh, on the air. I'm not going to point fingers or attach a text, but... If you actually carefully look uh, at the remarks that they're saying, and then there's there's always a reason why why they're saying that. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, you have look. There's always uh, some uh, unhappy people who have uh, over, uh, maybe no life. I'm not sure because if you had a life, you wouldn't have time for this. Believe me. 
Uh, and then there's that group that are just, you know, unhappy human beings, and they all seem to gravitate towards each other and fuel each other. And that would all be fine if, if they, they were, had facts. Exactly. If they were <laughs> honest or cited facts, I would welcome it. I, I like it's, a discussion, a civil, intelligent, perhaps scientific discussion, but we've seen the exact opposite. Yeah, and, and you're the only ugly. one I've seen come up with, you know, facts. Thank the, you. There are documents there that have, you know, their letterhead from, <laughs> from different organizations. Yep. I don't see that anywhere else. Well, we're going to take our last break, and when we come back, uh, we'll be happy to take your calls. 845-651-1110. We'll be right back. Sam's Meat is a butcher with old-time family values. Remember back in the day when people knew their butcher by name and visiting them was a social experience? They would talk to customers about how to cook a piece of meat to perfection. Sam's combines old-world methods with modern techniques. Call your favorite butcher, Sam's, at 845-651-MEAT or visit the store right off 17A in Florida, New York for the highest quality products at unbeatable prices. Hi, this is Peter Feller of A&T Healthcare, your one call for the finest in home healthcare. Tune in every Thursday at 10 a.m. to hear the latest news on everything health-related because your health does matter. That's Health Matters every Thursday at 10 a.m. This is Clark Howard. You're reading an ad, not a news story. Be careful that you don't get conned into spending money with someone who's just taking advantage of you with propaganda. Clark Howard, weekdays from 1 till 3. And uh, we're back here on Free Speech with Stephen Guitar and uh, Jay Westerfeld, and I believe we have a caller. Caller, what's your first name? Where are you calling from? Hi, it's Steve Gross. I feel like I've become a regular part of the show. Okay, but let me just preface it, please. No name calling, no, no. beating. Yeah. Let's just have a you know a, a good concerted conversation. Yeah, right? I just want to respond to a couple of points. Sure. Um, one is that it's been repeatedly said that anyone that buys a property can just bulldoze the rock. That's not true. There's a deed restriction. Uh, no, there's not. It, uh, it's filed. It's filed uh, with it, property. It, it, it says uh, because we our initial uh, intention was always to preserve it. It, uh, we put it there, and it says the rock to remain. In what form? In the form of, uh, I don't know, driveway apron and a gravel or otherwise, and the size of what's to remain, nothing is specified. All right, I'll tell you what. I'll get the documentation on it. But please, do. please right. do an email. It. Because I have a copies. I own it. I signed it. I right. think I'm, I'm in a position to speak uh, on I, it. I, someone, I did not do the research. Someone else did the research and, well, and said that, that yes, that, that, there's that, a deed that restriction yeah. that was put on by the Pennings to preserve the rock. So you didn't see it? They just told I, you that? I have not seen it myself. I trust the people so, that did the well, research. Well, don't do that because that becomes hearsay and it makes you look, you know. Well, I'll, I'll be glad to do that. I'll yeah, get please the documentation. Do. Why don't you email it and we'll let Stephen bring in his and then we can compare right. the two how's that yep. all right the the other thing i want to comment on is the uh um the the idea of not advertising the historic uh, or prehistoric nature of, of the rock to protect it from looting it is pretty it, historic that's, it's that's very common uh, it's as as uh, jay just said it's you do it when it comes to bog turtles timber rattlesnakes things like that you don't identify sites and, and the same thing is very common with archaeological sites as well, to not promote them to avoid looting. But yet catalog and identify. No, not really, because there's a difference. 
Um, as, as Jay said, if you got bog turtles, yes, you go out in the field and you study, you want to locate them, you want to confirm that they're there. If you, if you have an archaeological site, archaeology is itself is, is a science of destruction. Once you do the archaeology, you have ba- basically destroyed the, the site. You've removed all the, uh, the historic uh, or prehistoric well, material that's I, I, there. I, I disagree. So you avoid, you, um, it's common practice to, um, uh, if the site is going to be preserved, you avoid the archaeology. If you need to prove something, yes, you do the archaeology. Um, and I believe that when your, the archaeology was done on your site, they, in fact, noted the, the presence of uh, some quartz crystals that uh, they themselves hypothesized might have been for you believe you, you've seen, uh, I, I, Judging from your uh, response, I think you, you haven't seen it. You, once again, you're acting on somebody else feeding you the information. No, I did see it. I, I, it, it was, I, look, because I, Professor I, went, Hall I went and looked at this file pre-pandemic. So, uh, you know, um, but I have to remember a lot of things. So you know we did multiple stages of archaeology. We did uh, not only like phase one and two, we we went further. Right. And I did see it, and, and I know and, that, and, and, and I you know, know that they, they did not discover. Uh, let, uh, uh, Steve, let Stephen just finish his sentence. Right, and we did not discover any artifacts. And like I said, monitoring the grounds, the the uh, no trespassing signs, th- that works equally well. I think if there is historical significance, uh, we, we're not playing poker here. Uh, we're not saying, well, I, I I'm not going to show you what we have or how important it is. We have something that, as a community, it's obligation. It's duty of a local historian to let us know what an important heirloom we, we have so we can treasure and uh, value and it accordingly. It. Yeah. Right. So okay. un- well, yeah, but there were artifacts found. Even Jay's talked about them. This uh, is why... This is why it no, I don't think Jay spoke about any artifacts. It was Stephen who mentioned that he had found some Native American arrowheads who he'd sent to the group, right. and they said, we have millions, and we don't need them. Just keep them if you want them. That's what was right. found. It's all, part of the, it's all part of that same story, that once you've taken something out of context, um, you know, just having the, the, uh, uh, the Native American points by themselves doesn't have as much Well, meaning. gee, we should tell the, the King Tut tomb that's in the... Uh, the Metropolitan Museum, that they should have taken it out of Egypt then. I mean, that's not, right, you know, So we have really another point uh, to, to address, or yeah. that, that's... Because we have it. another caller on the line. Uh, well, t- you can take the other caller. I can hang on, or you can uh, cut you. me off like you did the last time. Uh, uh, if you're going to get nasty again, I will cut you up, Steve. You got the wrong person. Cut it out. No, I just want to say... I'm serious. That, uh, I don't need Dr. sarcasm. Gross, I, I did read the Pulpit Rock in debate, uh, part two. I th- it seems like an ongoing opus. We're probably going to look forward to some sequels, part three, four, and seven and a half. And, and I want to say that it's really not a debate. It's not a public referendum. We're following the law. We're following the procedure in place. And uh, your suggestions to build three homes and, in fact, lose such a treasured heirloom once again, forever, becoming somebody else's property, I, I find it it's absolutely, you know, unspeakable. Yeah. It, it, it wouldn't be lost. It's still there. It's still viewed Steve, from Steve, I think you're mistaken. If somebody's <coughs> house was on that property, they would blow it up and get it the, out. Again, nobody, again, nobody uh, wants a rock. Nobody, no, Steve, stop not. interrupting. You, we let you talk, okay? Okay. The fact is, is that if somebody bought property and there were rocks on it and they didn't want the rock there, they'd take it off and they have every right to. We're going to let you go because we do have another caller, but thanks for calling in. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So we have a, do have another caller on the line. Uh, caller, what's your first name? Where are you calling from? Mike from Orwick. Okay, Mike, your question? My question? Yeah. Weren't you calling about a question? 
Yes, yes. Um, I, I, I've listened to this advertisement for the last three weeks. and We're not advertising anything. My, my mom put in the deed that the rock cannot be moved. No, it says and to her, remain. Right. She's an and we're not trying lady. to. Excuse me? And we're not trying to remove it. Nope. I didn't say that, but you just got done saying that you put it in the deed. Well, we discussed it, yes. True, that is very true. I was sitting at the negotiation, and uh, I remember somebody asking, would you agree to? And I said, absolutely. Because the... In, okay, but it's in the deed. Yes, and, 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 and word <laughs> and for word... And you didn't put it there. Yeah, word for word, it says the following. The rock is to remain, once again. Right, okay. right, right. right. And that, but that, in my mom's naive way of being a farm gal, she thought that would be enough to keep it green. Obviously, in this day and age, when you have a lot of money, you can push a project through. But as far as you saying you've spent so much money that the project should go through, is that's hard not what it, no, 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 Mike, I, that's not what Stephen said yeah, at all. I think you're not really. The project you're not should really go listening to you. Me and I'm going to do it don't. again if you don't stop. All right. Be uh, respectful. I'm a 60. Oh, you just got. Done bad mouthing the good people. Uh, I'd like to answer okay. if I can. All right, let's, crazy. The, no, right. I didn't call anybody crazy. That you're no, using you were listen, I'm gonna hang uh, up on you again. I, I heard you don't well, stop. Well, it's you not your have, you wanna have a uh, conversation. No, but, but you you're not having a you're side. you're not having a conversation. You're making accusations. Let Stephen finish the Truthful. answer. Right. Yeah, okay. why don't you try that? So I would like okay. to uh, yes, you said that uh, somebody has money and this is why the project should go through. No, I would like to yeah. go th the project to go through because it's zoned for it. It has nothing no, to do it's with. Not going for well, it. yes, it's zoned for three houses. No, you're a hundred percent wrong. You're a hundred percent, Mike. You're a hundred percent wrong. Go, go to the planning okay. board and go check it right. out. The that's a hundred percent incorrect. It, it is permitted to use. No, that's and, not and, and because yes, go look at the planning board. You're you, I have. No, you I've have not. Here for uh, all right, I know this conversation. Mike, we're going to have, as a, I'm glad that you're tuning in. I'm glad that you're listening. We're going to have yes. a, a, a land attorney up here with us as a guest, uh, probably in the very next program, who can Who's explain. Uh, John Capella of Jigabovitz and Gubitz. Uh, gotcha. So he can explain to anybody, and you including, the, that it is yep. permitted use. And this is, should go forward not because of money or you or anybody being for or against, but because it is allowed by law, it is permitted yeah. to use, and it's much needed in the community. All right. Well, are thank you. you. All right, Mike, we're running no, out of time. No, Listen, we are we are running out of time here. <laughs> the show does have an end. You're so funny. thanks so much for calling. Yes, and take yes, care. Bye bye. All right, yeah. We don't need people that just want to call up and hear their voice heard. No, no. You need to have facts before you sit here and yell about things. You, again, somebody who thinks if they make nasty comments or yell louder, it's going to make it truthful. It isn't. And you said it so many times. Don't listen to hearsay. Don't listen who said, she said kind of things. For Dr. Gross to call in and said, well, there's a restriction, but I haven't seen it. Well, as a scientist, you probably should start doing your homework and fact check, please. People, fact, all we ask. fact check everything that you call in. And uh, if there is, first of all, if it wouldn't be allowed to use, it would never be in front of the planning board. It's that, that simple. It, it is that simple. 
you know so all we're saying for people who are listening if you want the facts instead of listening to people who yell and who thinks they're right about everything you know do the right thing instead of trying to be right go down to the planning board at the town of warwick tell them you want to see everything it's not about money it's not about character it's not about personality it is about the law and you are following the law and i would like everybody to very clearly see that we uh, putting a lot of effort in the preservation the effort that nobody especially people who screaming the loudest never did before they sit on their hands without doing as much as their homework spending a penny spending a time and now they 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 scream in murder and by the way i just <clears throat> want to interject this where did that money come from did you inherit that or did you work your whole life to get to that point uh, that you I, could i worked i i still do i have well, a I job just, i have life i don't have time to sit in front of facebook and, you're married and bashing with children and that you yeah. raise who work very hard as well who have an incredible work ethic you know we're not talking about somebody even if that was the case it doesn't matter but uh, I know for a fact that Stephen Guitar has worked his whole life to get where he is now. And he's doing it not only by the law, but to really do preserve it. As, you know, I don't know what was in the deed. I'll be honest no, with no, you. No, no, no. You know what uh, I mean? People who talk in, they talk in because somebody told him to say something. And I was at that table. I was at the negotiation. Yes, there was a, a concern. And uh, the selling party asked, do you mind? It wasn't the condition of the sale. But they said, do you mind if uh, the, the Rock to Remain said, absolutely not. We would love to preserve it. One of the reasons we're buying it is for that particular purpose. And the restriction states as follows. The Rock is to remain. But it doesn't mean that if I decide to sell it to somebody else, that somebody else is going to have the same level of commitment and is going to honor the same kind of agreement. Because to remain, once again, you can make it uh, gravel out of it and pave uh, the driveways. And by the way, I think Mike Pennings told us last time he was not part of the trustee who sold the property to you. Uh, um, that I don't know. There, no, there was he said a, there, was, there was 11 people involved <coughs> yeah, who he, had to agree to an agreement if he is... Yeah, but uh, he said he's not part of the trust. He told us himself. He's not part of the trust. That's what he said. Uh, the, so he wasn't at that table. Yeah, the, the trust point. has an executor. Uh, we were dealing with two people who had to have a blessing, so to speak, of the rest of the family. Right. So... Um, and uh, one, once again, it, I understand some, somebody's getting angry. I'm, uh, you know, uh, the, the value of the land has been, uh, the significance of it, I guess, has been a secret. Now it is not. I want to thank Professor for doing that because that drives the value essentially up. And even if I don't recognize that significance, there's still, uh, I can put a value on it. Well, it's going to be worth a lot more once the, uh, uh, once the boutique hotel is built there and i wish people would really check the facts uh, seriously just go check the facts go to the planning board if you're so intent on all the information be correct just take a trip i mean no matter where you live in warwick you're not more than 10 or 15 minutes from the uh, warwick town hall just drive over there and ask to look at it or if, if you purport to be a professional don't come on the air and start stating things and then say, oh, well, I heard that. Yeah, don't do that. Grotesquely <laughs> unprofessional. All right. Well, another great show, free speech. Tune in next week. I mean, if you want to make comments and questions and email, you can email Taylor at WTBQ.com, and I'll get it over to Stephen. And we'll answer those uh, yeah, right on the air. They will be. Have a great weekend. Thank you. That's the best